This week, we are going to be talking about Keanu Reeves' comic book series, the Bad Batch series coming to Disney+, Plus, some Star Wars uh, news tidbits, the first trailer for Project Power, and Rocket Arena, plus some more news and reviews on your herd of nerds. Let's talk about uh, Lego first. Yeah, so a couple months ago now, uh, it was reported that Lego and Nintendo were teaming up. Yeah. And the reveal we got was like this really basic Mario Mario. set that was kind of underwhelming. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's more or less designed for kids for the most part, I feel like. But even then, it's like, I don't know. It's supposed to be interactive and stuff like that. Yeah, it's going to have Bluetooth capabilities and all Mm. sorts of stuff here. And it's supposed to be kind of like almost like simulating like an actual 2D Mario level, but only in Lego form, kind of. You know, it's hard to explain. Yeah. So, uh, but I can't remember when the news actually broke, but this this last week... Mm -hmm. Uh, Nintendo and Lego came out with an announcement that they're having a Lego NES. Yeah. Which this is something that this is what they should have announced from the beginning. I, I mean, this like. is kind of like what I was expecting from uh, the get go. Like this yeah. caliber of like creativity. It's, here. And it's legit. Like, it's, oh, yeah, it so is. it's the full console, which is a full size mm-hmm. NES console. Yep. Uh, it has a, a a game that you put in that's, yeah. a, that's also Lego and it, it pushes down and everything just like the old Lego system Yeah, has a controller and the, the kicker is it has a uh, little old school TV, yeah, CRTV, uh, TV with a yeah. moving. So it looks like you're playing a level yeah, of it's Mario got, it's got with a, a crank. Yeah. It's got a crank. So it's, it's like really cool. No, it's very creative. Very cool. It's like what you would pretty much want from a uh, Lego and Nintendo partnering yeah. up from the get go. Uh, honestly, I mean, here's the thing. I'm not a big Lego guy. I mean, you're a bigger Lego guy mm-hmm. than I am. Right. You actually dabble here and there. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously satisfied yeah. with what you saw. Oh, yeah. 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 No, this is, I don't think they could have done it better. Yeah. Now, uh, what it's retailing at is uh, 230 which, how are you feeling about that price point? I mean, obviously, Lego is expensive in general. It is, yeah. This is a this is going to be a collector's item. Yeah, no, most definitely. Um, so, for 230 I understand. It's yeah. it's gonna be. I don't know how many pieces it's gonna be. It'll probably. I'm guessing. Yeah. With all the little stuff, like, and it's gonna be. It's gonna be more intricate. Yeah. No, I it, mean, it'll probably be worth the money. I'm, I mean, is what I'm saying. Yeah. No, I get that. I mean, it is almost. No, it, it isn't almost. It is kind of ironic. I mean, I get that it's a different type of thing, but for about seventy dollars more, you, you can, can buy a Nintendo Switch. Switch. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah. So. That is funny. I didn't think about that. <laughs> or hey, do you want something that plays all these new games, or something that looks like something that does play games, or even like a, a NES Classic is sixty bucks yeah. here? And so yeah, I mean, it, it, it's for those collectors. It's it's very, very, potentially never coming out of the box, and if it is, it's they're going to glue it together, and it's going to be a display point. Well, and that's the thing here is like I'm even tempted to pick one of these up if I have like an extra little just bit to extra sit on cash. It. Exactly. Yeah, just because it's. No, it's most definitely a collector's item. And it's like, yeah, why, like, you know, you know people are going to, like, be going and pre-ordering this like crazy, trying to scalp it like crazy. Yeah. So it's kind of like, you know, why not? Yeah, you might as well. Yeah. All right. So let's talk about Berserker. Yeah. So this is uh, Keanu's new comic book that he's writing. Yeah. So he's co-writing it. Uh, I think his name's Matt. I can't remember. He works at Boom Studios. So he's collaborating with Boom Studios on this. Yep. Uh, so the, 
the premise is awesome, and I can see him starring in a movie based on this comic. You know, it's I mean, uh, with how high Keanu's stock is right now, yeah, they're probably already working on a movie adaptation. Of Pro- it. Probably like, so. Like, like the moment he's like done writing like like a panel or having like his artist like done drawing a panel, they're like, all right, hand it to the movie producer. Right. Yeah. So what it's about, Berserker, is a, a about a half god, immortal mercenary who looks very similar to Keanu Reeves. Oh, so it's a true story. Yeah, basically. Um, uh, it's a 12-issue run coming out this October. Which I really appreciate, you know, just standalone story, you know, kind of like, sounds like a perfect graphic novel. To totally. Up, yeah. Um, so I got a quote. It says, uh, that talks about like what it, like, what you should be expecting. Is this from coming from uh, Keanu himself or is this uh, uh, I like think it's from Boom per- Studios. Okay, so a spokesperson yeah. or something. Okay. So it says, with Berserker, we mixed a potent cocktail of all things that we love. The tale of an, of an immortal warrior laced with history, mm-hmm. conspiracies, spirituality, and a gigantic, uh, a gigantic helping of bonkers, action, and violence, all with intense purpose and ultimately a heartbreaking discovery. So... Okay, did they say exactly like what the setting is? Is it like Japanese? Is it Viking? Is it like uh, Greek? They have panels. It looks. Oh no! So sorry. He's he got hired by the U.S. military. He's a mercenary that he works. He's contracted by them. Okay, so he, but so he's immortal. Mo- so think of so, so it's a modern day. It's like if they it's modern day if they drafted Thor or something. Correct. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, I don't think his powers are on that level. I don't right. know. I think Pro- uh, he can heal and stuff like that. And well, right. It's like at that point, why would you work for the U.S. military? Why wouldn't you just that's go? Probably and, part of the story. I yeah, don't know. I don't know either. But it says he in another quote is something like he he almost has like. Uh, it's almost like he it, embedded in him is he has to fight, he has to kill. Like, I don't know. It's kind of just uh something that he's cursed with or something. Yeah, like that. I, I, which might be the reason why it's called Berserker. Here he goes berserk yeah, or something. Could be. And, like can't control himself. I mean this 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 premise is nothing new. No, no, you know, no, no, so no, no. I think it'll just be a cool take and I want to hear well, it's, Keanu's brain on this. Right, exactly. It's Keanu. I mean, it's yeah. like, you know, he's hot right now. So, I mean, yeah, why not give him, you know, yeah. a little bit of this, a little bit of that. I mean, he's going to be in a video game coming up here. So, you yeah, know. it's true. If Is that game coming out? I mean, November, but, you we'll know, see. we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. All right. So, in other news, mm-hmm. uh, Bad Batch. For those of you who watched the Clone Wars, the yep. Bad Batch had a couple episodes. Yeah, about uh, like four episodes, like four I think, or five, yeah. I think. Yeah, uh, in the the last season, the Clone Wars, and they're getting their own series now. Yeah, so I mean, uh, which apparently is taking place after the Clone Wars is a finale, kind of you know, seeing what they're doing, what they're up to. I guess they're a merc- uh, mercenary group now, just trying to find their place in the galaxy, and it's. Uh, Coming out in 2021. So, pretty soon. Yeah. They, they must have been working on this for a while. So, here's the thing. It, it, like, with them getting introduced uh, in the very last season of Clone Wars, it did seem like kind of a missed opportunity to, like, have this, you know, interesting team, like, be introduced uh, right at the end of all things. Yeah. And not really do anything with them. So, it's kind of cool that they are, you know, capitalizing on an opportunity that they probably were planning on doing for like maybe a season eight or season nine of clone wars. That being said, I don't care. 
I mean, yeah, I'm there with you. I don't care if I it's mean, not Jedi and Sith. I don't really want to watch it. I mean, yeah. Other than Solo, I liked Solo and Rogue One, but sure. like these guys, I don't have any attachment or, or to. Man- or Mandalorian here, yeah. But, but there's Jedi and coming to that. There, there is Jedi coming to that, but but this is this is just something where I'm. I didn't care for those episodes to begin with. Exactly. Well, and. You they, know, they were okay, but they, they were decent. They were the, a decent part of the season. There was a lull, so there was their episodes, and there was a lull yeah, of then, episodes I cared and, nothing about. And then, and then it was the firing finale. all cylinders yeah. with uh, you know the Maul and Ahsoka stuff here. But yeah, it's just it's not uh it's not what I you know get out of bed in the morning being all excited for here. Right. You know? This is like it's like oh okay, bye. Yeah, you know I mean it's like it's. It's it really doesn't do a whole lot for me in all honesty. I mean, and is there any word on like you know that whole uh, Ahsoka and um, uh, who's the other person that was supposed to be in like that one series that's supposed to be animated? I think. Right? Oh, Sabine. Sabine, yeah. So because um, it might be a live action. Will it be live action? Or? That's that's what they're thinking potentially, or they're right. going to do it. There, there's so many rumors right now, and I think yeah. people are really unclear. But like. They've come out and said that that was a rumor, and then they came out. Nope, it's going to be animated, but it's yeah. going to be done in the style of Clone Wars, not yeah. Rebels, which I like. Yeah, well, and that's the thing is like, um, you know, because we heard about that uh, rumor show a long time ago. Here, haven't really seen anything really materialize from it here, and then yeah, now we're really. getting this. Which I mean, here's the thing: if like you're a big fan of like the clone trooper action and like clone wars, you know, the bad batch is probably going to be your show here. I mean, yeah. if you're, you know, got that Rex, um, uh, and like all of his buddies, you know, if you're like, if that was like a highlight for you in that show, then, you know, this probably will be for you. Not for me. I mean, I like to have laser swords in my star Wars, but yep. you know, that's about it. Yep. Yeah. So speaking of, uh, star Wars related news. So, uh, Moff Gideon might be force sensitive, maybe, maybe not. So, yeah, I mean he. So John, uh, I I think it's Giancarlo Esposito. Yeah, or Giancarlo Esposito. Uh, he's he's been a talker though when it comes to this series about Moff Gideon. Has he like, been? Yeah, like he's excited about it. Uh, so I don't know. I don't know how much weight this carries, but basically right. he was in an interview and he. I guess he kind of implied that. He was potentially More, ex, an ex Jedi or Force sensitive or something along those lines, right? Because I mean, he was uh, saying something along the lines in the interview that he implied that there's more to him than just the dark saber in terms of like combat or whatnot. Here, so it's like, okay, well, I mean, in terms of like Star Wars stuff, you would think like that would mean Force powers or maybe like you know dark side, maybe fallen Jedi types deal or something like that you know hard to say but yeah so i mean because yeah at the end of the mandalorian it's the big reveal that he has the dark saber and you know mm-hmm. he pretty much knows like almost everything he has like all the secrets of the empire because he like uh what was the deal with him he, he knew like all the archives or the siege of mandalore yeah, he si- has like a bunch of information right on them. siege of mandalore all that stuff here so it's like um so it's like, you know, why wouldn't he, uh, you know, get some other knowledge in there if he could here or like study the ways of the force if he was able right. to. So, I mean, 
it could be a good tie-in for something like uh, Ahsoka to show up and have maybe have known him when they were younger. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it's a possibility. And then also it would be interesting to see how Baby Yoda would play into this just because now if uh, he is Force-sensitive, that means you know Baby Yoda is going to have to play a bigger part in like you know actually fighting him. It's not just Mando squaring up with him against the dark saber, you know. Yeah, or I, I mean I don't know. I I think uh Baby's going to have to step in and use some hand wavy stuff. Oh yeah, the magic hands. The yeah. magic hands. Yeah. Uh, but other than that, I don't see Baby Yoda doing too much just because he's still Baby Yoda. I mean, not not a whole lot, but I mean, he would probably have to like interact in one way or another yeah, here yeah for so. sure i think it's an interesting thing but we'll see we'll see what happens in season two yeah no, hopefully absolutely. that's not delayed yeah no kidding here no so, kidding so but anyway uh in star wars news corona makes star wars downsize so which is kind of surprising they have all the money in the world kind of right now you would think so but uh you know with disney didn't land having to be closed and stuff yeah and that's true yeah they're, they're movies taking, not coming out they're taking a couple hits this year yeah uh so making star wars.net says uh and they're a pretty reputable source uh it it it's looking like that for the future star wars movies they're gonna have smaller budgets uh, mostly because this is the excuse they gave, but mostly because of the economic downturn we've seen recently. Mm-hmm. Uh, honestly, for me, I can see this being a good thing. Uh, we'd have to be, we'd see probably more creativity and less CGI. And that, well, that's kind of what I'm trying to interpret how that is, uh, like what that statement is trying to get at. Because if it's going to go more to like, you know, say practical effects, like, you know, puppetry, all that stuff here. That's all stuff that really is going to be hard to do from home. Whereas like CGI, I feel like that's going to be a little bit easier to do from home. I mean, it's still going to be a, a struggle, but it's, I feel like that's more manageable than, than like trying to do the whole practical effects, the sets, you know, and doing all that stuff. Because usually you're going to have to be on the set with like, you know, hundreds of people, uh, working on a project here, not not really a great social distancing. Yeah, uh, and I don't even know if that's thing. part of it because I think they're yeah. thinking into the future where they're not going to have to worry about that as much. Yeah, I don't know. Um, but I think what they're saying too is we're not like the next few Star Wars movies are not going to be the big epic movies like uh, the the Skywalker saga was. Right, which I mean is understandable just because. Um, well, for one, I mean you know you have like a movie like solo that did not perform well at the box office here. And I think they actually lost money on that, which is kind of crazy when you think of like an actual star Wars movie losing money here. But, yeah. um, but yeah, so, so maybe they're just, uh, scaling back like their budget saying like, okay, we're not putting the same amount of money that we have for like a Marvel movie or something along those lines where we know we're going to make our return on investment. We're going to just, you know, kind of play a little bit more modest, so, you know, just not have like these huge, big space battles and stuff like that. Yeah. I mean, maybe. I mean that, that definitely could be 100% what it is where it's just yeah, kind less of, big ships, less this and that focusing more on characters well, and, and, and maybe more, uh, smaller driven stories here, you know, where it's not, um, uh, where it's not really talking about like, you know, the fate of the galaxy or the fate of this. It's like, no, it's like focusing just on like maybe a couple of characters and then they're, yeah, I their, see that too. Their trials and all that kind of and Mandalorian. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Like the Mandalorian style here, you know? Yeah. And I'm well, fine with that. I'm, I'm fine with it too. Yeah. 
All right. Well, uh, continuing movie news, uh, there's a new Netflix movie coming out that I saw the trailer to called Project Power. Yeah. Uh, starring Jamie Foxx and JGL. Just yeah. Gordon Levin. Yeah, which it's been a while since I've seen him Either like actually. Yeah, but especially <laughs> him. It's like he was like popping off like a couple years back, I felt like. like and then 10 years ago. Uh, maybe like eight or maybe. Or, or well, because when did uh, Dark Knight Rises come out? That was 2012. So, okay. Yeah, so, because, yeah, about eight years. Because yeah, so, then they had Inception. The, well, they had Inception. They also had uh, Looper. Looper. Yeah, like quite a few movies he felt. Yeah, he's been pretty quiet since then. He's been a little quiet, yeah, for a little bit. Ever since, like, I think Snowden or whatever here. Which oh, was, yeah, like, I never maybe saw that. 2015. But, yeah, so. Um, so. So he's back in the movie business, it seems like. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And basically um, what the trailer's uh, going over is there's – it's kind of like a crime movie, but the kicker is there's a uh, medication or a pill or a drug, whatever you want to call it, that gives you superpowers for five minutes. Now, what superpowers it will give you, it's different for every person. You might be invisible. You might uh, be able to be like a fire guy and like – be the human torch or you might just have super strength, you know? Yeah. It's kind of like a grab bag almost here. Well, I think it depends on uh, the person like, and it's right. the same power every time. Right. Exactly. But you don't know until you try it. Exactly. So, yeah. So, but, uh, and essentially and you get I'm, to see their powers in this trailer. You do. Yeah. So Joseph Gordon-Levitt is like, like he's like industry yeah, and vulnerability. Super strength, I think. But, and then Jimmy Fox, I think is like a, it looks like a kinetic or like a, uh, psychic barrier, like he goes pushing stuff back, or maybe water because it was raining. Yeah, I'm not entirely. We're sure. not really sure on his power, but, but yeah, there's like an invisible guy running around. Yeah, there is an invisible guy running around. There was a fire guy running around. I think there was because a- Joseph Gordon-Levitt's character is a cop who teams up with this guy who's going after these people who are selling a drug. Yeah, so I think they kidnap his daughter or something along something those lines. like that. Yeah, yeah. so daughter yeah. or wife, I can't remember what it is. Something along those lines, but. Uh, yeah, so I mean, no, the premise looks interesting. Yeah. Um, I don't know if, uh, ho- I don't know how, uh, how good it'll turn out to be. I mean, hopefully, you know, it's not bad. I mean, did you ever see that one movie that, that Netflix put out a couple months ago, uh, Code 8? Yeah, I didn't like it at all. Yeah, I mean, I liked, I liked the premise of it here, you know, I like it wasn't as executed well, though. I, that's kind of what I, yeah, I'm getting at is like, you know, I thought like, you know, the world building that they did, like, you know, and like the premise that they did, I thought, okay, yeah, no, this is actually kind of cool. You know, you get some, uh, you know, cool ideas thrown in there. I just don't think it was executed well here. And I just don't want it to turn into one of these here. I hope not. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of bangers coming to Netflix still. Like there's another one based off a comic called the gray man with, uh, Chris Evans and Ryan Gosling. Yeah. Yeah. So that's another one. Yeah. not really much information on that yet. No, no, no. All right, let's talk about some delays. Yeah. Because you know we have to. Oh, it's a weekly segment now here. Um, So right now, mm-hmm. as it happens, I'm trying to get this off. Sorry. My keyboard popped up, and I was like, I don't want that up. Yeah. Um, WandaVision, as of now, yeah. is indefinitely delayed to spring. Yeah, maybe we'll see what happens because I just really feel like they're gonna keep pushing stuff back depending on well, how long all this and lasts. And obviously Loki would have to be pushed back as well. They're saying Loki's staying. 
Oh, really? Loki Sting, Spring 2021, and mm. WandaVision will come out around the same time. Kind of surprised. I figured... Uh, That's the news now. Okay. It could change tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but, the, so, but the one that hurts really bad... Yeah, so that no word on Falcon and Winter Soldier, but it, it they did say... It's not coming out It's not August. coming out in August, but we have no information as to when it is actually coming out. Yeah. But it, it got pulled from their schedule for August... Uh, which is very unfortunate for every, I think everyone at this point because yeah no that was like the thing about Marvel Phase Four that I was excited about the most here so yeah it's an, yeah so that's, I mean right now Disney Plus isn't doing much for me no I mean I'm watching Even Stevens and the making of Frozen two oh, ouch dude it's actually pretty good okay yeah you should check it out now. It's called Into the Unknown. I don't have Disney Plus anymore. Oh, well, you're a failure. No. Just kidding. Uh, uh, Disney a, <laughs> didn't a failure. Didn't a failure. Yeah. Yeah, so this is just kind of unfortunate news. We we predicted that this is going to happen. Yeah. I hope, I'm praying really hard that they do not delay Mandalorian. Yeah, I mean, we, you know, it's been a pretty slow year in terms of, uh, you know, movies and TV, even... Even some games have been, um, you know, being pushed back and being delayed and all that. I'm sure COVID has some impact on that here. Yeah, but yeah. So it it would be very unfortunate if Mandalorian got delayed. Now the piece that I'm kind of confused about with this whole news is like, okay, I get, you know, Bucky and you know Falcon, uh, their show getting uh, pushed back. Yeah, because I mean they've they weren't done filming. They yet. weren't done filming. WandaVision is done filming. Yeah, I don't get so, that. So unless like there's like some plot points that specifically <clears throat> tie into WandaVision uh, from B- Bucky and Falcon that they need to have this be uh, released first in order for that to happen. Mm-hmm. I love how you call it Bucky and Falcon. I mean, it, it is what it is. Falcon it, Winter Soldier. Yeah. Falcon Winter Soldier. Yeah, yeah. I, we know what you're saying. Yeah. So, it, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, initially, so, so let's look at the original slate real quick. Yeah. Let's try to remember it. Was WandaVision supposed to always come out before Falcon, or was Falcon supposed to come out before Wanda? I think Falcon has been, uh, was always supposed to come out before Wanda, I believe. Okay. So, I mean, if that, I mean. I think the reason that Wanda is already done, though, is because it's mostly sets. It wasn't on right. location. Like right. They're Wonder not Soldier. having to go fly over to Prague like right. they have been or, you know, all the other places. But yeah, I mean, no, I I understand like WandaVision being filmed and done first, just because I mean it doesn't look, at least from what I can tell from the footage that we got, not as like ambitious in terms of like locations and like filming as you know, uh, Winter Soldier and Falcon. Right. But that being said, it's like, I mean, unless there's like some some plot points that I just have no idea about. I can't really see it like really tying into, you know, WandaVision per se. I mean, maybe, maybe not, but yeah. it's one of those things where it's like, okay, if, uh, if you have this already filmed and you know, all you have to do is just like, yeah, you, you still have like about what, uh, five months to do all like the special effects and post-production work on it. Here. Yeah. I mean, and get it out in December. Like it was initially supposed to be. It's like, yeah, I mean, it's like I don't understand what the problem would be, but something we don't know. And I'm guessing, like you're saying, it's it's probably story driven. Like it's probably a plot point or an Easter egg or something. Yeah. Uh, 
yeah, we'll we'll see. I guess what happens with that. Yeah, I mean, so yeah, I mean, if if uh, if it gets delayed here, I mean, I'm hoping like maybe we can squeeze in like an October release or something like that. Fernando, yeah. Well, for oh, you mean for for Bucky for Bucky Winters? Yeah, I'm, I'm, Bucky Falcon. Bucky Falcon. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, because I'm hoping that they don't touch yeah, Mandalorian. Yeah, Bucky and his friends here. Yeah. Well, do we even know? I what think the, it's November, actually. Oh, uh, for uh, Mandalorian. Yeah. Yeah. No. I th- well, I, I, th- hold I, th- on. I think you are right. So October, November, somewhere. Uh, I want to say it's October. Actually, it's before November. Yeah. Anyway, but, but yeah, I hope I hope we get mid- if that's a October month, that's gonna be a banger month for stuff. That's gonna be a banger month for Disney Plus. But do we know what's uh, going on with? Um, uh, Mandalorians filming like are they done filming? Yeah, or? For, okay, so I'm only report. I'm only telling you what I know from before. But sure. basically, from what I understood, they were in post production. Okay, but That's good. But but that was only from that one conversation that um Cara, Cara Dune. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah said, yeah. and she's not a main the main character. She's not going to be in every episode. She can only be in one episode. Well, maybe she's done, or maybe she's in like I don't know, like two or three episodes like she was last season here you know but yeah we'll see yeah i don't know I, i'm really hoping that's done and ready to go it sounds like john favreau was already working on season three yeah so we'll see well yeah no he's already he's he has confirmed that he's writing season three already which you know hopefully that means that they pretty much got most of that uh stuff out of the way for season two so mm-hmm. we'll see but yeah i don't know i don't know i mean fingers crossed everybody yeah all right, well, let's head into our roundtable review. So, Dorian, what we got? Well, I think the question is what you got. I got a little something. Let's hear it. Okay, so I'm going to give you guys my first impressions of Rocket Arena. Yeah, no, we were talking this, about this. This is going to replace Fortnite eventually, said me oh, two weeks ago. And how and is it, that It's aged? definitely not going to replace Fortnite or anything like that. So that, that statement has not aged very well. No. So, and I think part of it is there's a there's a bit of a learning curve, obviously, for each game, for most games. Gotcha. I've only had time to put in probably about 15 to 20 rounds of this game. Okay. Which, you know, is comparable. Like, you feel like you should be getting the hang of it by then, but... Yeah. Um, At least, like, for most games, you, you feel that way here. Yeah. So, uh, it, it's an okay game. Okay. It's okay. Uh, I wish there's a little bit more strategy to the game. Okay. A little bit more utility with your characters, ho- I was hoping for. Yeah. Because uh, basically, you have your main attack, which is whatever your, your rocket gun is. Right, yeah. Then you have like uh, a secondary, which is kind of like, uh, for some people, it, it's like you zoom in and you can snipe people. Sure. For some people, you throw out like homing grenades. For other people, it's more like a shield. Um and then you have uh, like an, an ability. So for one person, you turn into like a water mana ray and you could like go up and then press it and you like, it's pretty, pretty much your ult, like your ultimate. And so, then sounds like Splatoon here or like one of the it, ults. That it it does actually Splatoon, yeah. remind me of Splatoon quite a bit okay. in, in the way it's played. Yeah. So you use it and then you have like this like. Tor- like water tornado come up and you do some damage to people right the yeah. hard thing i'm trying to really figure out is like how does the damage work like it seems like i get hit 
twice or three times I'm dead and I'm shooting at people. Well, I thought uh, you don't take damage in the game. You just get knocked off no, the stage. Yeah, once your meter goes up. I'm saying like I get hit two or three times, my meter's full, and I get knocked out. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, so it's it's I'm trying to figure all that stuff out of like, okay, I'm shooting this guy like six or seven times and then nothing's happening. Right, yeah. Like their meter is like barely going up. So I must be I must be doing something wrong or f- trying to figure something out. That or you're getting like ganked like crazy yeah. or something. Yeah. Must be. So Rocket Arena is okay. Okay. It's just okay. Uh, I was hoping for a little bit more utility from uh, like the characters because it's a character-based shooter. So kind of like Overwatch here, where yeah, like each like, character has specific uh, traits and abilities and all that. Okay. Yep. And I would say that for the most part they're underwhelming. I'm really trying to figure out the damage. Like, uh, so you you have like a basically a KO meter, kind of similar to Smash Bros. Right. Yeah. Or percentage that builds up or something. Yeah. yeah. For them, it's a meter. Once it gets built up, you're you're out unless uh, a wall stops you. So so basically, so let me make sure I'm hearing this right. So when the KO meter builds up, like. You're still alive, but yeah. like once as you get hit by a rocket, you get sent careening out of the arena, yeah. pretty much. Yeah, okay. and then you fly over to your side, basically, gotcha. and okay. restart. And so, yeah, there's 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 got to be a knowledge gap I'm unaware of. I don't know. Uh, maps are a little small, and once you're juggled, you're pretty much done. So, I mean, I'll, I'll have a more in depth review of this once I play a little bit more, maybe. But right, well, first impressions, it's I don't. It should be a free to play game with a battle pass. Yeah, that's the that's the thing that I'm like really uh, I'm just really like surprised by in terms of like this is what like thirty dollars like uh, for like the basic yeah, thirty and then forty for the ultimate which right, I'm not even sure what that it, gives you. Well, I thought skins it doesn't include the battle pass. Yeah, the battle pass and skins. Right. Yeah. I mean, it seems like just a really odd business model because it's like you know Fortnite and like a bunch of other games like it already do this where it's like. You know, they say, hey, here's the game. There's a battle pass if you want to get, like, all the cool extra costumes and all that. But it's free. You don't have to pay anything. Whereas, like, this is kind of like, even though it's, like, not a fully priced game, it's still kind of weird. Yeah. Yeah, I'll have a more in-depth interview soon Hmm. on that, I guess. Or a review, not interview. But uh, anyway, thank you guys for listening. We appreciate it. Check us out on our social medias. Make sure you subscribe, you like, and you share with your friends. Uh, Have an awesome week, and remember, everyone's a nerd about something.